Welcome everyone, we're back for another episode after months of traveling for our fourth year of med school clinical electives. In this episode, we talk about travel, maintaining our youthful glow, RuPaul's Drag Race, both US and UK versions, including RuPaul's forgetfulness, inner dialogues, Barbara please! We talk about who slept with Bobby, Bon Appetit's continued status as a YouTube treasure, weight, and wedding struggles. So stay tuned and send us an email at tntoastpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. My name is Surgery. <laughs> you have a lovely spine. <laughs> Alex. Yes. Bring me the axe. Bring me the gabagool. <laughs> no, what month is it? It's December. That's right. Oh my I, that's god. That's probably right. And when was the last time we recorded? <laughs> we recorded in July. July. It was So that July. sounds like a few months have gone by <laughs> since we've seen Mary. <laughs> Mary. Mary Groland forgotten about you. <laughs> Our audience no, but, is uh, but a tumbleweed. Mm, sorry to all of our sorry fans, sorry family. I hope you can forgive us and you've stayed liked and subscribed. Yes, I'm sure they have. Uh, I mean, it's we ain't we ain't polluting up their timeline with any content, so it doesn't hurt to keep right? keep on keeping on. Like even more reason to subscribe because these are rare nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta. Know. It's like we don't give you what you want except for on very rare occasions. So it's like perfect. Yes, you gotta keep the demand high and the supply low. <laughs> Capitalism. So we can charge a premium. <laughs> Mm, yes, follow us on Patreon as well <laughs> for even less content. <laughs> for non-existent content. Yeah, please subscribe to a channel that doesn't exist. <laughs> but no, we've been we've been busy. <laughs> we um, have. So for those last so in July, we were nearing the end of our third year of our medical degree. Mm-hmm. I was and... still doing peds. I hadn't even started OpsGun yet. My last block. Oh, yeah, block. That, that was your last block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we finished our third year, folks, in September. But for me, and probably for Alex as well, this was kind of the busiest time of my third year was in that last little spurt between July, August, and a little bit of September. Mm-hmm. So we had our clinical exam, our final exams, and LIC had to hand in a lot of projects at the end of the year because we didn't do them in block increments. Yes. So. so there was a little bit more um, added hoopla there. Mm-hmm. So we had to take a little bit Needy of a break. In the hoopla. And then fourth year <laughs> begun. And would you like to expand upon what you've been up to these past few months, Alexander? <laughs> well, y'all, so every med school kind of does it a bit differently, but our med school sort of does all of the core rotations first and then we do electives where we travel around to different hospitals and so that's what our fourth year looks like uh, it's just a lot of traveling um, to different hospitals um, experiencing different specialties and so I'm sort of hoping to match or end up doing a residency in internal medicine so I've done a lot of internal medicine electives mm. I've done some neurology some emergency medicine 
And so that's what I've been doing since we last recorded. Just traveling around. Traveling, traveling. So tell me, and I'm sure the viewers at home know this, but tell me, what is an elective exactly? Because I'm unclear. An elective is when you show up to a new hospital and you don't know what the fuck (laughs) you're supposed to be doing or where the fuck you're supposed to be. (laughs) And you Mm. go into the lobby and you just yell, help! (laughs) No, what you do is you go in and you grab a piece of paper towel and you blot your face (laughs) because you're sweating because you're nervous and you blot (laughs) maybe your armpits depending and then you go oh where am i going where am i going okay find that email find that email who sent that email what's their name again oh geez oh geez oh my goodness what do i do and then you go to information (laughs) you say excuse me I'm looking for insert department and then they give you bad directions and you wander around till you find the place and somehow you end up on time. I know. <laughs> I know. It's true. It all works out somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually all of my electives have been two weeks so far, um, but it's sort of two weeks in a, a new hospital, sort of getting to know a new team and whatever specialty you're in, you kind of learn how that department works and try to pick up some clinical pearls, some new tidbits to carry along with you as you become a even more competent clinician and physician and <laughs> cosmetician. Oh, a cosmetician. Oh. Juvederm? Did I hear Juvederm? Juvederm. <laughs> Although I'm not looking for fillers yet at this stage of my life. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plumped, a little too plumped. I'm looking for the reverse. <laughs> and what is internal medicine for the viewers at home? Because a lot will say, oh, I'm hoping to do internal medicine to our families. And they'll go, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what are you hoping to be? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I've heard people talk about it's uh, dealing with the gut. But mm-hmm. it's basically dealing with what's in the chest and what's in the abdomen. So all sort of the major systems of the body. But not so much the brain, because that's more neurologist territory. But right. uh, it's adult medicine, so everyone above the age of 18. And you deal with issues with the heart and lungs and liver and GI system. Yeah, yeah. I think they got a good idea of what exactly that is. <laughs> sure. But basically, <laughs> uh, you have to go through internal medicine to become a cardiologist or a respirologist or a nephrologist. So... Uh, doctor specializing in those single organs like the heart and the lungs and the kidneys or the gut. Mm. So basically, when you tell your family members or friends that you're going to see a specialist, it's more than likely an internal medicine physician. Mm -hmm. Mm. Very broad area, an area that I also may be pursuing as well. I'm uh, (laughs) pursuing a couple of options, which has added some workload to my plate. (laughs) But that's all right, because, you know, if you if you think you might like multiple things, you have to plan a mixture of those things in fourth year to give yourself a fighting chance to be able to pursue it. So it's worth the hard work in the end to give me the option down the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to cover your booty hole. <laughs> uh, that's not going to get me into a residency. <laughs> <laughs> you uncover it. At the it's interview, just, it's, it's there. It's open. That's the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it's taut, but somehow relaxed. 
You know what I'm doing right now? What? I am sipping on a glass of red wine. Are you? And you know why? Why? Because I like <laughs> Ross <problem>. Matthews <laughs> Vera Farmiga Troll. That's what I like. It's a potent antioxidant found in red wine. And one thing that people don't know about me is that I love antioxidants. <laughs> Vera Farmiga Troll. Yes, Ross Matthews Vera Farmiga Troll. Love that. <laughs> Yes. It's my favorite antioxidant. It's certainly entertaining. It's talented. It's potent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feeds a horse a carrot, and that's doing, you know, charitable work. Good. But the weird thing is, I was reaching for my little stemless uh, glass, uh-huh. my cheap little stemless glass, but then I saw in the front of my eye, because it wasn't in the corner for some reason, a nice glass. Oh, I believe it's my mother's wedding china. So I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. Wow. So you upgraded to a stemware. Mm-hmm. And it's small. It's portion controlled. So I can have seven. Oh, good. you got to get that, <laughs> you know, effective dose of Ross <laughs> Matthews here of Amiga Draw. Yeah, only and, you know, 800 more portions. In, <laughs> it hasn't been used in 25 years, and instead of washing it, I just rinsed it in water. I mean, I probably would have done the same. Yeah, I mean, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much to wash a glass. It is. It really is. <laughs> um. So, yeah, our fourth year is mostly spent traveling. Usually two to three week placements at different hospitals and in my case, I've been living in rooms in strangers' houses mm-hmm. and relying upon the kindness of strangers. And so far, it's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Airbnb-ing it like a queen. Girl. 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 Yeah. Oh, it's like that Walking Dead meme where he goes, Carl! Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so I had a couple Airbnbs um, that were shared where we're sort of, I had a bedroom in a house. And those were interesting times. (laughs) My first Airbnb was like very busy, a lot of through traffic. And when I first got there, I tried to get to know everybody. I'm like, oh, hi, what's your name? And like, everyone seemed very disinterested in getting Mm. to know me. And I wondered why. But it's because they were getting out of there like the next day or two. And then there was a whole new crew. Well, I I mean, they're on vacation, right? They're not. Oh, no. Some of them were just like in between apartments. And there were a couple people that were on vacation. But I see. I'm like, wow, you could learn my name. (laughs) We're pooping in the same toilet. You could learn my name. (laughs) You've been sopping up my anal blood <laughs> on that toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but you just have to remind yourself in those moments that they have different priorities than you do. Mm-hmm. And that will give you peace. Their priority is to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I know, I was the only constant there. I was there for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I went from coast to coast. 
coast to during coast. my travels i went from as far west as you can go to almost as far east as you can go mm. and in one of my travels i've been pretty lucky so far to have some pretty decent accommodations my worst one was my last elective that was outside of toronto mm-hmm. it was like a plus side i had the airbnb to myself yeah so i had i finally got some solitude um <laughs> which was a double-edged sword the solitude kind of bothered me more than i thought it would oh. i thought i would find it peaceful but i kind of found it unsettling okay but that could be because i lived in a bad neighborhood maybe and the building i lived in instead of having windows had boards covering the windows <laughs> Yeah, that kind of had something to do with it. And I lived in the basement, and there was no television, which is fine. (laughs) But there was no pot to cook in, and there was no microwave, so I was a little bit limited. Lord. And And I used to hear a little... In the closet. (laughs) Well, there could have... Oh, there was these... When I walked in, there were these double doors that looked very ominous, and they had multiple locks. Oh, yes. So I tried to open it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or at least open it wide enough so I could see what the fuck was in there. Yeah. But it didn't smell, so I don't think oh, that that's good. it was a corpse per se. <laughs> per se. Per se. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then there was little pitter-pattery footsteps that I figured were mice in my ceiling. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, I think something would like scare them. And all of a sudden, you'd hear <laughs> across the ceiling and like down my wall. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what happened, baby? Are you okay? (laughs) Cut to Matt just like pressed up against the wall. Are you okay, baby? (laughs) What what happened, baby? Well, like the part, I don't, I don't, you know, mice, whatever. But there were, there was gaps in my ceiling. You know, those little Mm -hmm. foam things, those foam squares that make up your ceiling. Mm -hmm. Well, mine didn't fit right. So there was a giant (laughs) gap. So I was worried they were going to fall down. Something's going to come and get you. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, anyway, it was, uh, it left a few things to be desired. And there was a severe lack of insulation. Was it chilly? Um, Did you see my snap story? I recorded what I could hear while they were chit-chatting. And you could hear plain as day what they were talking about. And they weren't talking loud. Oh, I didn't, I don't remember hearing, maybe I didn't hear what they were saying. Well, it wasn't English, but you could tell, oh. like, if you spoke the language, you would know exactly, because, like, it was audible, like, they were beside me having a conversation. Oh, okay. Yes, I think I do remember that then. Yeah. It was quite yeah. loud. See, audience, Alex and I do know each other outside of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we have each other on Snapchat. We follow each other on, uh, what's that one? TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we each have a very successful TikTok. Mm-hmm. Omegle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But we never met in real life. That we draw the line at that. Yeah, that's that's pushing it. That's pushing yeah, it's it's a little intimate. <laughs> but uh, so I guess that that's kind of my thing. That's, that's my what we've been thing. Doing. And it's been you know we I've been living. I think you have too. I've been living out of a suitcase for two months, and mm-hmm. it's nice to be home and have creature comforts like a bathtub. <laughs> Yeah, I was so thrilled to have access to all my creams. Mm, your lotions and your potions. And face masks and emollients. Oh, and your coconut oil and your baby oil <laughs> and your exfoliant scrub and your... Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Gosh. And your preparation age. Don't forget your preparation uh-huh, age. Uh-huh. Very Amen. important. And your peer for men. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a mask. Because you're home home to your apartment, correct? Yeah. Because you kept your apartment like a smart person. Yeah, I have not been frugal. (laughs) (laughs) I will admit to that. Well, it just didn't make sense for me to keep my apartment where I was because there's going to be no occasion for me to return scholastically. Mm -hmm. Perhaps if I had done my third year where you were, I would have considered it, but probably not. Just because I knew I wasn't going to do that many electives back there. So, Mm -hmm. But yes, so you have full access to your creature comforts and because right now i moved all my shit from where i was living to here so like my shit's kind of all over the place and in boxes and i have some potions in one box and some unguents in another and mm-hmm. it's all spread yeah. across the land but it's been nice it's been nice and you know what i've been doing since i've been home what i've been eating oh and i've been sitting and i've been watching TV. <laughs> Watching TV, movies, and everything. And I made a lovely, a lovely little discovery. Discouvrement, as mm. we say à la France. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Netflix, yeah, TM, um, <laughs> RuPaul's All Stars 4 is now available to stream. Oh. <laughs> Mama, it's good. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I know you have. You're much more up to the date than I am. Yep. Um, but no, that it's a good season. <laughs> These lip syncs so far have me gooped. <laughs> you are gooped. As Monique would say, I've gooped. been gooped. I've been gagged, Mama. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> the goopery. <laughs> the goopery of it all, darling. The goopery, the riggery, all of it. I'm here for it. <laughs> the rigamorous. <laughs> it's no All Stars 2, but oh yeah, it's quite good. And I'm enjoying Valentina a lot more than I thought I would. She's been getting a good edit. <laughs> I know, I liked her. People were annoyed by her a little bit. But I kind of liked, I thought she was self-aware mm-hmm. and like doing it on purpose. And I appreciate it. Like oh, when yeah. uh, they were all... Um, discussing the past sort of challenge and they were back in the workroom sort of yet to be untucked and i think they were arguing a little bit and she wasn't getting enough screen time she's like ladies my blood is boiling (laughs) that made me laugh so much some people found it annoying but i can't wait (laughs) and they're like shut up girl (laughs) oh yeah she she is went in with the plan she knew like the areas mm-hmm. she wanted to redeem and yeah she does little like obviously taking the piss out of a lot like her little posing at the end of every workroom entrance she always <laughs> comes in at the very end and does a little pose with a high fashion yeah high fashion and she's a little bit more friendly and a little bit more relaxed and seems less concerned of her image but that's part of her image <laughs> Also, she has one of those makeup tutorial videos. I can't remember which uh, YouTube channel does it, but hers is really entertaining, and uh, it made me laugh. She does little sound effects when she's doing her makeup, like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, I think, funny. I think after it must have been after eye makeup, she was like, "Oh, girl, 
Girl, stop. Stop. Girl, stop. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's that girly who would be like, oh, my God, stop. Oh, my God, stop. And she's, like, batting her eyelashes. No one's saying anything. <laughs> yeah. Girl, stop. And she's alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all we all do that. We all have those moments where we bat our eyelashes in the mirror and we go, "Oh my God, stop it! Stop! Oh, yes, enough already! Yes, I know I look good, but come on, you're embarrassing me." <laughs> yeah, those make up for the days where I'm like, "Oh fucking hell, <laughs> Lord!" Most days you just look in there and you go, "What have you done?" <laughs> What have you done to you? Oh, man. You look tired, baby. <laughs> Rest. Yep. Another mm. day. Yeah. Another yeah. day, another non-dollar. I think Amy Poehler mentions that in her in her book. She talks about that voice where it's like, oh, God, you look terrible. Oh, God, we look like shit. And then you just have to have that other voice that says, yeah, I know, but it's all right. Or like, well, we've looked worse. Yeah, you need to have some val- some balances, some voices to balance the voices. It's a dialogue, the good and the bad. And Oprah said that the voice, when you make like a judgment or a bitchy internal comment, mm-hmm. the voice that goes, hey, now, yeah, that wasn't very nice. That's yeah. you. The you that can sit outside of your thoughts mm-hmm. is you. It's, like it's higher, the higher self. Exactly. Higher levels mm-hmm. of thinking. Mm. Yes. You have to so be that's an what observer I mean by that. of your own mind. Yes. It's the basis of meditation to allow thoughts to come, observe them, and let them go. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, hello there. <laughs> and that's really what I meant by that, y'all. Yeah. I just meant your higher and lower self. And sometimes there's an intermediate self. Sometimes there's a neutral self. Sometimes you just can't be bothered, self. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's good. And um, I assume you finished Drag Race UK. I did, yes. I still haven't watched, like, the recap episode, but I've watched... uh, What's this recap episode that I don't know. Apparently there's, like, a 20-minute, like... I don't know if it's, like, a highlight reel, but I think they meet again and kind of discuss the season. It's not like a full reunion, I don't think. Oh, that's too bad they don't get to do it. Because I was wondering about that. Yeah. I think I don't know if it would be an overly juicy reunion. These queens aren't super dramatic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Nobody really left on a bad note. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Bag of Chips had a couple moments, but <laughs> she redeemed herself. Yeah, she left. Yeah, she was okay. She was okay by the end. Mm. So what do you think of the season? Oh, I don't remember a thing. <laughs> like, honey, that happened days ago. <laughs> That's honestly true, though. I think it speaks to, I don't know, like the how temporary some of these things are when you're just like rolling out season after season. Yeah. I'm like, it's I don't kinda, remember a damn thing. Well, that's why people give Rue such a hard time for not remembering Queen's names God, or what seasons are on, but he's like, Bitch, I'm pumping out two to three of these a year. I'm I'm always filming. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And now we get it. And they film it in such an intensive period, and then it's gone, mm. and it comes out months later. Yeah, exactly. So like, they don't, I don't, they don't actually go week by week. Like usually, they get like a day off between challenges. Mm-hmm. Very rigorous schedule. 
That was so funny the podcast with Katya and, and Rue, the latest one you were telling oh, me about. Oh, you listened to it. I did. With Miss Catherine Zamolodzikova. <laughs> Ekaterina Petrovna Zamolodzikova. But your dad just calls me Katya. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to do it together. Oh. Oh. Well, we were. We'll edit it. Oh. Okay, yeah. Editors? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when, when uh, Katya asked Rue to guess which season she was on, she's like, well, start with the start with the All-Stars. And she's like, okay, okay. Uh, well, I don't think it was one. I don't think it was one. Season two, uh, oof, I don't remember. I know I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, that was nice. Oh, man, that was funny. It's all. It's funny to see Rue kind of be more transparent about those kinds of things. <laughs> it's tough, but yeah, this UK season, um, I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought some of the early challenges were really funny, <laughs> like even that first one where they had to do like their severed head. Oh, like, right. I was laughing, <laughs> and Rue yeah, would like cut good. to camera like. This is the BBC. Like <laughs> you, you're watching the BBC. Uh. <laughs> I thought it was good too. Um, I found it was more lighthearted. Yeah. Than perhaps it's become. Um, maybe because there Rue. was no money at stake. <laughs> maybe. And Rue seemed lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he I was, found yeah. he seemed to have a certain. I don't know. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like revival. <laughs> I think he was uh, a bit refreshed by just the new culture and like the new language and refreshed. That's what yeah. that's the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was happy to be in London and mm-hmm. uh, take the train to some shows. And he seemed to it seemed like less of a job. Yeah, yeah. Which that's not shade, everyone. It's a job. It's, <laughs> it's a, a fucking job. TV show. He works his ass off. It's it's fine that he thinks it's a job. We're not. I'm not. We're not holding Mama Rue to no angelic standards on this podcast, no ma'am. <laughs> no, but I do love that girl. Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan, and she might have her bitchy moments and her diva moments, but I'm like, man, they're earned. Yeah, she deserves it. When you've done what you've done, it's earned. It's earned. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he he seems to be taking the piss out of himself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And all of those kind of negative attributes that these queens have been saying, he's just kind of now using that to build his little legend. <laughs> have you noticed that? Like with when the moms and sisters came on, like in the middle of the season, he goes, here, give me your hand. Come on, give me your hand. And then he holds it and he just goes, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, because everyone's like, oh, Rue doesn't hug anyone. He doesn't like the cadestins to look at him too much. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell that he's really like taking the piss out of it now, yeah. especially when he's like, all right, ladies, start your engines. And then he like runs <laughs> from the room. <laughs> I find he scurries out quicker now. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's kind of fun. It is fun. I don't know. It's nice when you can kind of use the the criticism to build your legend a little bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Let your haters build you up. And I know we already talked about this, but it's a motherfucking podcast, so we gotta pretend we haven't for the okay. audience. Okay. Are you I probably don't remember anyway. <laughs> Are you happy with the winner? <gasps> Am I happy with the winner? And I'm mm-hmm. Of Drag Race UK. Spoiler alert, y'all. Oh yeah, spoiler Stop alert. Stop now. Skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? 
and I did mention this to you before. You um, have, yeah. But I, the audience doesn't have to know that. It's brand new. I was <laughs> I was I was rooting for Davina. I just liked her arc um mm. across the saison and I thought she had the talent to really do it, to really win. And <laughs> I just liked what she was doing during some of the challenges and I thought she kind of brought something a little new and it wasn't like that classic drag because i think for the uk season i was expecting a bit of a departure from the usual sort of mm. u.s drag you didn't expect a pageant queen to necessarily yeah win. yeah and i thought um the winner was a bit more uh kind of of what what we're used to from drag race mm. so yeah, i agree yeah um i wasn't upset either at okay the vivian one i guess we haven't come out and said that <laughs> <Le> vivian <laughs> um for the, the top three were Baga, Davina, and Vivian, and, and everyone knew Baga wasn't going to win, and nobody wanted Baga to win. <laughs> um, not that she's not a great queen who's got a lot of cool stuff going on, but she didn't really showcase the diversity and the the tal the I shouldn't say the talent because she is talented, but she was obviously at a lower rung competition wise than the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not saying she's less talented overall, but for the sense of what Drag Race is looking for, she wasn't checking all the boxes like the final two were. Mm-hmm. Um, shockingly, Davina <clears throat> had apparently was hugely popular in the UK. Oh, really? Um, I was listening to Alaska and Willem's podcast, and they had gone to, they had done like a UK tour and went to a bar and hosted a show when they announced the winner, like watched the final episode and... They said that everyone was going crazy for Davina, like cheering their ass off. And then when she lost, it was like you could hear a pin drop. Oh, shit. And people were just not not happy about it. And I don't know how you feel, but I kind of was surprised to hear that. Davina's obviously a very talented queen, but she didn't come across as overly likable. <laughs> you know, like she didn't really say a whole lot of kind things during her season. She was very shady and very... She had her moments where she kind of gassed herself up a lot, mm-hmm. and that's true. Maybe demeaned to her uh, to her fellow competitors, but I didn't dislike her. I thought she was very genuine, and I enjoyed that. She was bitchy, and she took the piss out of things, and I find that that's refreshing because Drag Race in the U.S. They all have to be so fucking nice to each other now, or else the the fandom's gonna go. Oh for my them. goodness, yeah, the, the Twitter sphere. Well, it's like Katya said. She's like, since when were drag queens rich and kind? I know, <laughs> yes. So I guess it was nice to see someone who was, you know, a drag queen's drag queen. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I My personal meta theory is that Rue's expecting an all-stars to come from this, and he wants Davina on there, because Davina makes for better TV than the Vivian. Mm. Wow. And that's the gag. That's mm, the goop. The Vivian was kind of bland. Yeah, she could paint, though. Oh my yeah. god, remember oh, when yeah. when Gorgeous. Michelle thought she had a prosthetic nose on? <laughs> mm. And she's like, no, there's no prosthesis. And she's like, no, but like your prosthetic nose. Yeah, but your nose, like, Michelle. <laughs> that's her nose. <laughs> Michelle, 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 <laughs> Michelle, that's, that, that's her nose. Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Rue's like, bitch, that's her fucking nose. Shut up. <laughs> but no, she was, yeah. She could turn out a look and... Uh, Oh my god. <laughs> that bitch was 26. Could you believe it? Huh? No. 
she was taping her face to look younger, and she's 26. I thought, okay, she's an aging woman. The Vivian's 26? Yeah. Oh. The, the, the Vivian's younger than us, and she's taping her face. Oh my god, she's younger She's than already us. taping her face. Oh, shit. Isn't but you know what? Crazy? Once you start taping, you can't go back. Well, yeah. I was like, I was thinking of taping mine, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe she was trying to, you know, I think she's taping a bit early, but whatever. It looks great. Wow. But I think she's been, what's the expression? Touched by an angel. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's been touched by a doctor. And sometimes when you get touched by a doctor too young, it has the reverse effect of maybe aging you a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? When we're all 90... She's going to look plump. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's starting early, so she's looking like shit now. (laughs) Yeah, but you give it 60 years and (laughs) she's going to look great. No, she doesn't actually look shitty. She just looks, I think, anyway. When you see someone's head work done, it gives you the mental impression they're older than they are, perhaps. Yeah, Yeah, I would agree. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't think she was that young. Alex is taking oh. off his tape as we speak. Oh my god! I know, I know. I I'm feel pr- good. I'm almost certain she we're was doing 26. well. Yeah. Oh, you know what happened? What? I went to buy some etoh, and she ID'd me. I'm like, okay. I showed the ID, and she still didn't want to sell it to me. What? She said. She looked at it, and she looked at me. She looked at it. She looked at me, and she went, "You really look awful young." And I was like, I don't really know what to say because that's my legal valid ID. (laughs) And the photo looks like me. So I just kind of like, I don't know where we go from here. Anyway, she eventually sold me, sold it to me. (laughs) She's like, "Mm, I don't know. There's like a huge line. Mm, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't feel comfortable with this. (laughs) You're like, ma'am. I was like. Give me my two-liter Chardonnay. (laughs) Ma'am, I want my box of house wine. (laughs) And I want to put one ice cube in it. Thank you. I always dilute my wine. I always dilute it. Oh, yes. It keeps me young. That's what keeps me uh, getting ID, darling. Oh, man. And another thing. Oh, my God. I'm I'm coming across like I'm bragging, but who cares? I was in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. and You were talent scouted. I went for a bite to eat at my one of my favorite restaurants called Cactus Club Cafe because they have the best pasta. Oh. And another thing, they also have really good whiskey sours. Mm. So I ordered one and she ID'd me. And then she said, could I see another piece of ID, please? What the hell? To confirm. So I double got double ID'd and she turned to the person next to him, didn't ID him once. <laughs> or the person next to me who was with me at dinner and didn't didn't ask for a single piece. Wow. And this particular person is younger than I am. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that was also kind of nice. Wow. Have you got like, the... chemical peels or, like, a laser resurfacing? <laughs> you don't think I just, I don't think I looked this good before? What are you saying? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I've had extensive work done, but... Uh... <laughs> I've had a full, full debrasion. I just dip my face in ashes every morning. <laughs> I just uh, a bleach bath. A quick dip and a rinse. Just a quick dip. 
Speaking of, I have to talk about this because okay. it's been uh, instrumental to my well-being these last couple of months. Oh, good. Snatch Game All-Stars 2. <laughs> yes. Alyssa Edwards as Joan Crawford. I watch it <laughs> once a week minimum. <laughs> you have been loving that. It's just, oh, it's a master class on how to do Snatch Game. <laughs> and she goes, okay. I have my five sayings, and I don't care what question they ask. I'm just going to say them, and <laughs> Rue's going to love it. And it worked. <laughs> it did. I remember they Rue some, cackling. They asked some random question like, I don't know, if you were a TV show, <laughs> what would you be? And she just goes, take all of the wire hangers <laughs> out of the closet, <laughs> which makes no sense. <laughs> but it set her up for the no wire hangers ever! <laughs> line which is a classic from that movie mama dearest darling Mm -hmm. (laughs) well yeah because otherwise with some of these questions where they don't really lob you one you end up just stammering like oh um yeah uh yeah i would uh be on um um survivor (laughs) and then the everyone's like because i like to okay yeah (laughs) it's just like they insert that tumbleweed cricket sound effect. Mm. And yeah, exactly. And like, Where oh. it makes it appear all the worse. And yeah, yeah, they point... just cut to like four different people just stone faced. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they know at this point on All Stars, they know how it's going to be perceived in the editing, which makes you feel fifty times worse. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be the cricket sound effect, and you know that you know they're going to catch an angle of someone holding in a fart, so they're going to look like they're grimacing. And... <laughs> Cut it all together to make it look as worse as as bad as possible. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was brilliant. It was. Oh man! And then I noticed a parallel there. So Valentina kind of tried to do that in the snatch game in AS4. Mm-hmm. She just had her lines set up for what she was gonna say, but the lines weren't funny. Oh, so it didn't work for her super well. Well, there's lots of people that try to do what Alyssa Edwards does, and it just kind of falls flat because they're, it's just not as genuine. There's only one Alyssa Edwards! <laughs> Insert tongue pop. But yeah, have you been watching anything new lately? I've been watching a lot more YouTube lately because I haven't had TVs in the oh, Airbnb, yeah. you know? So you just mm. kind of like watch a couple things on the YouTubes. Yeah, been there. And one of these videos... What channel is it? I think it's called Cut. And uh, they do these really oddball videos. And one of them, it was a group of people and and then a couple and one of the boyfriend, two boyfriends. One of them was called Bobby. And I can't remember the other one's name, but it was the other one who was like sort of doing this game. And they're surrounded by a bunch of people and they got to interview all the people and try to guess who had slept with Bobby, <laughs> their boyfriend. What the? And it was like, who slept with Bobby? <laughs> what a fascinating concept. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're kind of like his body type, you know, preference. And, oh, I think he might like your style. <laughs> I think you slept with Bobby. And at the end, they revealed who had slept with Bobby. But the comment <laughs> section was killing me because they're like, by the end of this video, I just had to question, have I slept with Bobby? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would make you want to sleep with Bobby. You're like, wait, have I slept with Bobby? All these people have slept with Bobby. 
It's like, like, I, I, I kind of feel like I want to go find Bobby. Where do these people get these ideas? I find that very fascinating. To, like, find someone who has slept with enough people who are, like, you know, contactable and willing to come in <laughs> and shoot yeah. this video. That's that's either a testament to how to how uh, amicable Bobby is with his yeah. romantic uh, dalliances. That's true. Or it's a testament to how vapid and <laughs> video obsessed society has become. So it's like, yeah. sure, I, I, I slept with Bobby. A bit I of both. On the TV. <laughs> it was a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, the truth is usually uh, in the middle. Yeah. Oh the proof goodness. is in the pudding, and the truth is in the middle. Therefore, the pudding must be in the middle. The pudding is midline. <gasps> the pudding, put it in the middle. That's a good Barbara. title of a book. Ooh, the pudding is midline. Ooh, I like that. That's a good memoir for you. <laughs> I like that. Uh. The pudding is midline. A tale of God. Maybe no. Maybe we don't say the subtitle. I was going to say a tale of two Alexanders, but <laughs> um, there's one Alexander. There's only one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or it could be about the the face you present to the world, and then when you come home, you yes. take the mask off, and that's the two Alexanders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. The plot is forming as we speak. And Bon Appetit, their YouTube channel, is still thriving. They recently did a Thanksgiving series. Did you watch that? You must have. I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh my god, they each did like this 30 to 40 minute special on on a different uh, aspect of the Thanksgiving dinner. Somebody oh. did Turkish, somebody did gravy and potatoes and sides. It was just a hoot. And the last episode was just so fun. I just love all those guys over the air, guys and girls. Oh, bon they're appetit, so entertaining. You know? Have yeah, you who's seen all involved in that? Oh, there's Chris, there's Carla, there's Claire, there's Molly. Oh my god. The whole gang, Brad and Andy. Is it a UK series? No, they're based out of New York. The Bon Appetit is that's the editors. Eh? Oh, yeah. And Carla, you prob- you prob- you've probably seen Carla's videos, right? <laughs> oh, I, I know Carla. Yeah, Carla I've Lally Carla Music. i a couple of times, but... Yeah, she does she this back-to-back... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she does a back-to-back chef series where um, she invites a special guest on and they cook back-to-back, belly-to-belly, no, just back-to-back. <laughs> 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 and she describes what she's doing and they have to follow along with just verbal instruction. And then at the end, they turn around and reveal their dishes. Oh, yeah. that's cute. And the last one, I don't know if it's the latest one, but there was one with a ninja who's a gamer. And he was so bad. Oh, man, the comment section let him have it. They were making a sandwich and they had to cut out the middle of it and put an egg in it. So it was kind of <laughs> like, a, like an egg in a hole. And the first Another good memoir the, title. <laughs> it was like this round loaf of bread. And the first step was to just shave off either side, or not either side, just one side. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up what he did and what the actual instruction was. <laughs> okay, so Carla just wanted him to like have a piece, a, a slice of bread from more towards the middle, so it was a nicer slice for a sandwich. So she's okay. like, oh, cut off a piece from the side, and then you can, you know, 
have two slices of bread more towards the middle so that we can have, you know, a fuller sandwich. So he proceeds to shave off each side and then he like flips the loaf of bread over and like cuts the top off and then the bottom and then he's like he's like slicing through the middle of the bread like <laughs> like crosswise and then he like really? chop and then he chops that piece in half <laughs> and it's Sorry. like he mangles the whole loaf of bread <laughs> to get these two slices <laughs> and basically he doesn't know how to cut bread and before it started he was saying that he used to work in a kitchen <laughs> for three years or something Ooh, and all dear. the comments were like girl don't tell us you worked in the kitchen if you're gonna mangle bread like that. or like don't like the poor businesses you worked for <laughs> i know i don't know i've worked in the kitchen for 30 years and every place i've worked has gone under <laughs> <laughs> one of the comments was uh um honey why is there a loaf of bread in the garbage? <laughs> oh, I made you a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's good. That's wholesome. That's good. actually really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to who said that. If we knew your username, we'd shout your ass out. That's true. But don't we don't. Remember. And we also don't have a following. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. That's a good series. Love hmm. that. Well, bon appetit. No, this one is the back-to-back -back cooking with Carla. Yeah, it's all it's bon lovely. Uh, it's all their YouTube channel, but they have a bunch of different series going on. There's one now with Chris where he is blindfolded and he gets to touch a dish and smell it and taste and see it. See what it is, and he has to recreate it, so he's not allowed oh. to see it until the very end. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, who knew cooking could be so versatile? I know. These people are reinventing the wheel. I like it. You I need, like it. You need to check it out. I like the moxie she. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually probably will check it out once I'm done flying through uh, uh, Rupal AS4. <laughs> and I've just been watching just all kinds of mindless TV I uh, the only Real Housewives franchise I've been able to catch is New Jersey, <laughs> and which I'm not really overly familiar with um, what it's all about and who everyone is. But I've been you can keep up. You just know that they're gonna throw some wine and, <laughs> or like... you know put on scenes that no one would do in real life when there's social consequences. <laughs> <laughs> But an interesting, uh, this was like a mental talking point. I actually, I was watching it uh, earlier this morning. And uh, so there's a, like a I, don't, I can't say character because they're people, a cast member. Mm -hmm. Her name is Dolores. And she's in her 40s or 50s, got a grown son, divorced. And she's been dating a man. And, you know, they haven't, haven't moved in together despite being together monogamously for a couple of years now. And mm -hmm. she's okay with it. She's like, he's a doctor, he's busy at work, and, you know, he doesn't give me any grief, and I like it, and we get along, and it's good. But everyone around her, like her ex-husband, who she's still very close with, is like, are you going to move in with him? Is he going to make a commitment? And her dad had went, you know, you're not a young woman anymore. You don't have time to date to date. You should try to get a commitment now, and blah, blah, blah. And I thought... And I'd be curious to hear what your opinion is on it. 
I thought this woman has her family. She's mm-hmm. raised her children. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're still dependent on her in some way, but they're grown and off at school. They grown. Um, so why can't you date to date? This is like the second phase of her life where she can kind of worry about herself and just do what makes her feel good and what works for her. So I don't know why, because she's older, that she has to push for a commitment. Yeah, I agree. And I can see if she was in her late 30s and, and desperately wanted biological children without yeah. like IVF, I could see where the pressure would be. Because some people, you know, it's very important to them to have their own, to birth their own children. Some people aren't content to adopt and that's their choice, but that's not the case for her in any way. <laughs> um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why well, she thought... gotta please everybody else? If she's happy with her situation, yeah. then let her live her damn life. Exactly. I thought if he's good, if he's Mister Right now, have him for right now. <laughs> Why do you <laughs> gotta move Mister Right or Mister Right now? He might piss on the toilet seat. You know, you don't need that in your life. <laughs> and I saw an article um, about women. I think it was maybe over sixty or sixty-five. But how they don't want to move in with their man because they don't want to have to take care of no man. Yeah. They want their independence and yeah, they can just have fun. I kind of like it. My, uh, my mother's old coworker, she actually, she made her boyfriend move out. <laughs> they would know and they're still together. Mm-hmm. But she said, you know what? They tried it and she said, this isn't live working for me. Like, I like to have my home base. I like to have my bed to myself. I'd rather we just kind of keep that, keep our, you know, our household separate. And they're still together now, a few years later. So I think, why does everyone have to, why do we all feel we need to blindly follow convention? People might look at her weird and go, I can't believe. Linda, psst, psst, Linda, Linda, quick, quick. <laughs> Did you hear that Fergie Ferg <laughs> made her boyfriend move out? I think they're on thin ice. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, people love to come talk. On. They love to talk and we love to care. I know. And I just think if, you know, people are always going to talk, but I think it's just better not to care. Let's give them something to talk about. Uh. Let's give them something to figure out. Uh. Uh. That's well. That's that's a powerful song and very relevant to the situation. <laughs> if this <laughs> little piece of conversation had a theme song, that would <laughs> this be it. Would... <laughs> <laughs> and you're absolutely right. That would be it. You're so you're so right. So that's that's basically all I've been doing is, you know, I've been working. I'm doing a, a palliative care elective right now. Oh, and yeah. when I'm done that, I go home and I watch television and I eat the house down boots. <laughs> eat the house down boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The only thing is I'm not working out, so I'm not converting anything to muscle, but that's all right. <laughs> but that's all right for right now. That's that's okay, okay for right now. Oh, I will Mama say. Needed a break. <laughs> I will say that when I finally got home to my smart scale after dealing with notification after notification and reminders that I needed to step back on my scale. Oh. Uh, when I finally did step on, she was pleased with me. She was like, "Oh, oh girl, you done lost. You done that's lost good. some pounds, did you? Yes." Wow, so I'm you sure I've just—I'm sure it's just atrophy from sitting on my ass. But... <laughs> <laughs> of 
Girl, you've done lost some muscle, honey. Mm-hmm. But who cares? It's all about the number. <laughs> it's all about the number. <laughs> uh, you've lost bone density and muscle. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> you look fabulous. <laughs> you are brittle and gaunt. <laughs> yeah. You are brittle, gaunt, and we love what you've done with your midsection. <laughs> we worship a spare tire. <laughs> You are bloated, but well, you've dropped a weight I, class. I didn't weigh myself for almost, the t- I think, actually, for the two months that I was gone because nowhere I stayed had a scale. And I thought, I, well, so my lower self thought, who the fuck doesn't have a scale, for God's sake? And then my higher self said, oh, that's nice. They're, they have other metrics to measure their health and wellness. But I like a scale. Personally, for me. Yeah. I I do I like, like a little bit of a quantitative element. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. especially because I'm not I'm not working out excessively and building a lot of muscle, mm. so if the scale is a pretty good representation of how I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like to weigh myself once a week if I can, once to twice, because it keeps me accountable to my to myself. And if it's going up, then I can't go. Oh, it's just bloat. You know, I can go, okay, like I put some on, it's time to dial it back a little bit. And for me, that's helpful. But mm-hmm. and anyway, I weighed myself as well when I got home and it was, I was neutral about it. I hadn't put on any weight. I hadn't really lost any. So that's kind of the most you can hope for, I guess, in these situations. Yeah, it is. I had been mm-hmm. doing a lot of walking, so. Mm, I did a lot of walking as well when I did my last elective. And I think that. But I also ate like trash <laughs> because I had nothing to cook with. Mm-hmm. So I was just eating what could go in an oven. So Jane's chicken nuggets holla at me. <laughs> and I bought me. these little uh, these little pre-done mashed potatoes that you just had to put in a little frying pan oh. and heat them up that way. And I was eating a lot of that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm kind of I'm OK with being weight neutral. <laughs> We love neutrality. <laughs> you, um, yeah, you podcast. love neutrality. Ah! I hey. love swinging from opinion to opinion like I'm Tarzan <laughs> from Vine to Vine, but you love... <laughs> you love going, mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Switzerland. I can see why you'd feel that way. Yeah. What I'm hearing... Oh, the other day, uh, I was in the Emerge, and I, and I used the... What I'm hearing you say is... Is that right? That works. I don't yeah. find that's tacky. <laughs> well, I you hadn't know. used it before, so I, it's not like I'm, you know, it's not a crutch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But sometimes, if if it's something really like complicated, and you're trying to get a yeah, get a, convey that you're listening and you have empathy, sometimes you know, saying that and then having them confirm it makes people feel heard and. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things in this life to our well-being is a sense of community and a sense of being heard. So I would like to congratulate you for using that and for being an empathetic clinician. Thank you. Kudos. Have some snaps. Snaps for Alex. Snaps for Alex, everybody. (laughs) And we'll throw in some snaps for Mary, too. Okay. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for being our faithful listener, Mary. Our first and faithful (laughs) and fabulous listener first to arrive first to leave (laughs) (laughs) 
was <laughs> probably true. She listened to the first five seconds and went, what the like, fuck is up with this audio? <laughs> this busted ass audio. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, I wish there, I wish I had the courage to say our first and what was the other F word I used? Anyway, I was going to say Fissner instead of listener because I like the alliteration, but mm -hmm. I didn't have the courage. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, no, that doesn't make any sense. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I didn't. Good. Good restraint. Thank you. I'm known for my restraint. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, we didn't really... (laughs) <laughs> talk about anything of import today but that's all right <laughs> our listeners know that we don't matter um and i gotta go get my ass ready i'm going to a family engagement tonight so wow i'm being picked up via limousine at <laughs> at six and i am unshowered Uh-oh. and my teeth are unbrushed because i've been oh, lazy what? today and can i just say my i have Oh, this is embarrassing, but I have pit stains. <laughs> I started sweating profusely during this podcast, and I'm oh, looking no. right now, and I've got giant pit stains. Oh my god! And I had to remove my sweater, and I'm normally very cold. So, it's very important for me to shower up and shower away that sweat and start anew and mm-hmm. get ready to look nice and cute and... Uh, then hate my life for the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but smell good doing it. And smell good doing it. So, it's been a plaisir, audience, to reconnect with you again. Um, our goal is to record some more over this month and release it little by little so it looks like we've been recording regularly. Yes. <laughs> When, in fact, um, they're probably, if we don't get to record as much as we would like to on this little um, vacation, it's kind of like a vacation in a way, being home, um, then you won't hear from us for a while because we'll be traveling across the country again for our interviews, and then that'll be too stressful to lug our big old microphone (laughs) from Provence to Provence. I know, I'm going to try to do the whole carry-on only thing. Yeah, me too. Oh, the toiletries are going to be tight. Yeah, but I will be probably doing hotels, so they'll be providing me with body wash and shampooing. Shampooing. (laughs) 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 Shampooing. And that will just have, I'll just have to bring my desodorizant and put them on my pit to arm (laughs) and go. (laughs) (laughs) My pit to arm. (laughs) Uh, I'll need... uh, I will have to buy a travel-sized hair product. Uh, luckily, I kind of found one that is cheap and comes in small liquid quantities. It actually works quite well, so I'll be stocking up on that. Oh, good. I have a bunch of little containers. I'm going to try to do like the labeled container game. Uh, Bonny day. Yes. Good idea. I can tell you have a lot of confidence in me. <laughs> I just, I have fear. I have fear. I have doubt. I I airports scare me. Oh yeah. I don't I don't I'm as polite as can be and I follow all the rules and 
I'm sweating the whole time like I am now. I got bigger pit stains than I do now the whole time I travel. <laughs> well, okay. I booked a ticket for one of my elective little transitions through my bonk. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was a clusterfuck. Oh, no. Because you don't, like, I booked it through Air Canada. And, but it was through my bank first. So it sort of acted as a travel agent. And Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes they don't <laughs> give you, like, immediate confirmation. You don't always get, like, a booking reference right away. And so you got to, like, keep logging in to see what's up. And then I went to check my flight information because I hadn't gotten that usual, like, time to check in email. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm, like the 24 hours notice. <laughs> like the 24 hours notice so you don't get bumped off the flight. Yeah. I hadn't gotten that, which I thought was weird because I usually always get it. And I went to check my um, booking reference and it was like, oh cannot find this flight i'm like excuse me oh oh god i'm like oh hell no you don't need that and i was like going from website to website i know i'm gonna get stranded over in this fucking place um i eventually found this section of air canada that let me put in my booking reference and it like checked it because on a different section of the website it still said not available like no info but on anyway i found this other part that uh, said that the booking reference had changed. So it gave me an updated version. And that one was okay. But I was freaking out because it was telling me that the flight, you know, couldn't be found. And on my email from the bank, it was saying my flight was at 4 a.m. And I was like, oh, no. Because in another part, it said 4 p.m. And I know I booked it for 4 p.m. But on the the email, like, subject line, it said 4 a.m. Oh. And I was like, y'all need to get your shit together because I am palpitating. And then I'm working it, out. It's, uh, travel is going to be probably one of the most stressful oh. aspects, especially coming up because we're flying all over the country in the middle of buttfuck winter. I know. It's, why and does it have to be during winter? I know, because like, it's inevitable that flights are going to be delayed or canceled. And sometimes yeah, you you're gonna get only stuck have a day somewhere. between flights. And yeah. And they're like, and no. So everybody, we're talking about CARMS, which is like mm-hmm. the residency matching service. And um, we are going to have to go through a three-week period of interviews where we're traveling around to different sites. And it happens mid-January to early February, mm-hmm. which is prime stormy time. And yeah. some schools say like no alternative dates, no Quite phone few, interviews. Yeah. So sometimes you're just out of luck, honestly. Yeah. They're like, oh, too bad. Sometimes you just have to accept that if you miss, you know, your interview, that it's the will of either the universe or God or random <laughs> will. It's random will. Random will. And sometimes, you just, and if you're someone who doesn't believe in anything and you think it's just rotten luck, then you've got to believe that and you've got to find a way to accept it. Yeah, but that's hard to do because our futures lay in the balance. Maybe a program that I'm really, really keen on going to, maybe I miss it for my flight, and maybe they love me back, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they can't say I can go. Yeah. So, um, if you see or know a medical student, 
Uh, you say this every podcast now. <laughs> I do. Give them a hug. Give them, Give a, them hug. a hug. It's worth. It's worth noting. It is. Yeah. Honestly, I tell my I was I had brunch with my brother and his fiance today. Oh, that's right. And um, they were like, "That's a horrible system." They should tell people about this. <laughs> they were incredulous. They're like, I feel like they should warn people about this before they go to med school. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're like sweating on the verge of tears. Your sphincters are Full all your sphincters are tight and clenched. <laughs> As you're taking a bite of your whole wheat toast. It, it, it is a, a tough system to navigate. A tough yeah, yeah. process. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, speaking of brunch with my brother and his fiance oh you have a brother <laughs> i didn't know that that's nice they are getting married uh, in october oh, and what <laughs> not a well, fan I mean, of a october's a bad time who knows where you're gonna be oh i know i know i'm gonna have to travel i'm gonna have to travel i'll book some time but uh, i will have to book some time because i was named uh, the best man oh <laughs> that's nice <laughs> That's flattering. I know. So he doesn't have very many friends is what I'm getting. Well, he does actually. And I feel like he spends a lot of time with them. I didn't even think I was going to be in the wedding. <laughs> you didn't even think you were going to be invited. No. <laughs> I thought I'd be like, you know, sitting next to Ma and Paul. Like, well. And I thought people would talk and they'd be like, oh, wow. His brother is just like sitting with the rest of the riffraff. Oh, do you think they're close? They must not be very close. I know. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Such that's... a shame because, you know. Is all you have. <laughs> I was fully anticipating that. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> I'm sure you felt, I'm sure your heart grew three sizes that moment. It did. It did. And the diet starts tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be a plus one? I, I like weddings. <laughs> Unless yeah. there's no bar, then I don't want to go. But Oh, I think so. I think we have watched enough of four weddings growing up that my brother will keep people, you know satisfied and i'm only joking there doesn't need to be a bar but there does have to be a dance floor because i like to boogie whether i'm drinking water or not i like to boogie (laughs) (laughs) and i think we're wearing green we're wearing like green suits like a dark forest green oh oh i like that but you know what that's weird that doesn't match either of your eyes well we have blue eyes yes that's why you should be wearing blue <laughs> i think they compliment because you can't well. i don't think you guys have the color blue that could s- switch to green if you wear something <laughs> green you know some people can kind of have those kind of morphable eye colors okay wow so i'm gonna look like shit okay thank you no that's not what i meant i don't know why i went to somewhere negative so quickly but no forest green we is have a really to nice lift color, each other actually. up y'all let what? these naysayers just fall <laughs> by the wayside we can't pay attention to them y'all <laughs> sorry i you're right i just like jumped right into an opinion like i said earlier i swing from opinion to opinion <laughs> you're like you know god. what fuck you you ask a look like shit oh my god i'm annoying i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm like um, okay well i think it'll be okay <laughs> no it's a it's a beautiful color though whether but, it makes your eyes pop or not doesn't matter it's a beautiful color <laughs> beautiful god um it is a tough color sing to within find, my range. though and what's that uh, it's a, it's a tough color to find. Mm, I imagine. In a suit. In a men's suit. I don't why know is why that, that the theme? I don't know. I asked them what the theme was, and they said it was wedding. Well, that doesn't make so any that sense. that was a little facetious. <laughs> a little too facetious for me. I'm a very serious person. I'm not impressed. I'm sending him an email. I said, is the theme like harvest? 
<laughs> and no, they said the theme was wedding. But well, then why are they, they so love in the green? What are the, what's the bridal know. color party? I don't. Or know. is he marrying a woman? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. It is a woman. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, well, that's a shame. But I know. I know. Um, yeah, but it's a tough color because it's usually sold around the winter time. So now, right? Because mm. stores kind of roll out their spring stuff pretty early. And spring and fall colors right. aren't going to be like forest green. It's going to be more like autumn and neutral mm. or like brighter colors and like linens right. for like spring and summer. So uh, I messaged him and I said, you know, I do have some retail experience and think about these suits earlier than later because it's tough to find that forest green color. Mm. You know? Interesting that forest green is more, it's true. It rung true when you said it's wintry, but everything done fall down in winter. (laughs) Winter is the color, is barren a color? (laughs) Sure. Sure, it can be. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, he, uh, I mean, you can buy them now and then let them out by the time time the winter (laughs) comes. You shady bitch. Shady Oh, no, I'm sure you'll have to take them in. Mm-hmm. Because residency is just so <laughs> slimming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's And they were exciting. like, oh, and feel free, you know, to just take on as much as you feel comfortable. I'm like, bitch, I better not be tasked with all these, like, planning. Well, you could be away. You can't be going I dress know. shopping and this and that. And Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I probably won't be planning a lot. Thank you. Is it a church wedding? Like, or is it more of like a hotel venue? It was going to be like in this hipster kind of restauranty, like rustic kind of vibe. And then mm-hmm. I think they just got tired tired of dealing with the restaurant. And I think it's just going to be in a heated, y'all, we're going to be in a heated tent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure like it'll be on gorgeous. A piece of land, like a big tent. Yeah, it's going to be on uh, the the bride's family's land. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, I think it'll be nice. I'm excited. And I've already gotten the advice to not sit by the heaters. Okay. Because... Well, you'll be in the wedding party, so <laughs> I will take that advice, and I will sit in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely sitting with Kathy. <laughs> like, it'll be like the old times with the MMI. <laughs> sitting gab and... <laughs> yeah, my cousin was saying how they had went to a wedding... And it was super, super cold during the ceremony. And by the time they got into the tent, they just clung to the heater. And they realized, you know, a few minutes in that that was a poor choice. And they, it was like a sauna and they were sweating their asses off. But it was too late. All the other tables were full. And so oh, they just dried out by the heater. Okay. Because that Is has to heat like... the whole tent. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure they have one in like some of the other corners too, but... You it's definitely think about cranked. It's sure. cranked. Cranked. Right up. It's tough. It's tough. I Can I just say, I love a wedding where the ceremony and the reception are in the same place. <laughs> yes. I think it will be. I love when it's like, okay, be seated during my ceremony at a nice comfortable table. You'll have water available to you. <laughs> we'll do the ceremony. It'll be quick and meaningful. And then we'll go off and do our stuff and take some photos, and then people can just drink some more water, and then we'll come back and have a party. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. But 
I've only ever been a guest at a wedding, so I like it to be about the guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better be treated well. I I the was at a wedding one time. I was and I was not uh, was not treated well. <laughs> well, out of all the men, I am the best. So mm-hmm. move aside. Mm-hmm. You're the maid. You're aside. the best maid. <laughs> <laughs> I am the old maid. The old, the dusty old crone, but you're the best. <laughs> you become the den mother because you're the best. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna work on my speech now. Oh yeah, you'll obsess over it and labor over it. Mm-hmm. But it'll be oh god, it'll be transcendent. I just know it. It'll be the perfect. It'll be succinct. It'll be long enough. It'll have the right moment of funny, cutting with emotion, and you're gonna, your voice is gonna break at the right time. You're gonna keep it together. Oh, I can feel it. It's gonna be perfect. <laughs> and when we grew up, voice break. Oh, oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to read. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh. And then everyone, oh my god, you're gonna have to field all the fucking, when's your turn? I know. When are you gonna settle down with a nice woman and start <laughs> pinching your cheeks? God <laughs> fucking hell. Oh man. You can like, feel free where? to slap the ass. Do you need me there to slap the ass? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna need you there with a broom. He's like poking <laughs> people. I need a perimeter, a broom, a broom length. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, who did you bring? I'll be like, uh, Mosh Health. My podcast partner, Matt. <laughs> He's the one holding the broom. <laughs> yeah, that one with the broom was being escorted out. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's with me. He's with me. Yeah. No, nope. he's with the best. <laughs> the best. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll get a lot of that because they're inviting a shit ton of people, actually. Like, whole family, whole fam jam. Oh, it's such a young person's wedding to do that. I know. I Ugh. was shocked. I thought they'd go for like a small crowd. Well, you think, you know, young people like to do things a little bit different, you know? So you mm-hmm. think they would go, we thought about eloping, which they never really thought about eloping. They're just saying that. I... But we thought, okay, <laughs> maybe we don't want to upset her. Did they really? Yeah, they did. They're like, oh, that's see, a small bitch, wedding. I'm smart. You I know are, fucking people. You, you know exactly what happened and you ain't even been there. <laughs> And I then they go, but we thought we don't want to upset our parents, so we're gonna just gonna do something small. Mm-hmm. And then they invite seven hundred people. Yep. So it makes uh, that fits. It fits the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here I go again, jumping from opinion to opinion. <laughs> no, to be crowd control, <laughs> making sure everybody happy, making sure the cake comes out at on time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a headset like Monica that episode of Friends. You should. You'd be thriving. <laughs> You'd wear all black. Sassy with a headset. And then you would chain... What? I said I'll just bring the sass and bring the headset. Oh, just... like, Excuse me, where's the ice sculpture? Ma'am, <laughs> the flowers do not go there. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to get your shit together. <laughs> oh, God. And then you change into your suit real quick for the yeah. ceremony. And yeah. then you're back into your all black outfit and your microphone. <laughs> my black robe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see you in a sleek like turtleneck black turtleneck with black pants black socks black shoes black gloves <laughs> and a headset and just being a tyrant <laughs> just being a bitch 
just being just a hell on wheels, hell in heels. You'll be wearing heels too. Why not? Oh, for sure, for sure. A nice little black fuck me pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a leather fuck me pump. Ooh. 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 And you'll do that into the headset every so often. You'll look in the mirror and go, ooh, ooh. And you'll forget yes. that you've left your communication button on. So you've just been communicating <laughs> that to people every half an hour. <laughs> the kitchen is just getting an earful. I'm like, oh, yes. They're like, wow, we're doing a great job on these hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have had another one of those coconut shrimp. <laughs> Down the hatch. Ugh. <laughs> Can't pop uh, a button on my on my pants, my skin oh, tight man. trousers. If there's a coconut shrimp, I just I eat and I eat and I eat. It's my favorite. Okay, for real, y'all. Um, it's been good to reconnect with the audience and mm. keep sending been, us those uh, emails. T and yep. podcast at gmail we will com. read them. No matter what you send, we're gonna read it. It'll be first in the queue. Yep. We've gotten a lot of emails from Spotify asking us to <laughs> sign up for a premium account. <laughs> oh, good. And thank you, Spotify. Yep. Thank you, too. We are available on iTunes, YouTube, yeah. Spotify, and Apple. We're on, yeah, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Spotify. I think a bunch of other random podcast websites that have picked us up because I've seen Cute. us on random websites. Oh, and I'm thinking. Interesting. Oh, well, it's like podcast websites, so they must just pick up the feed somehow. That's cute. Yeah. So we're we're around. We get around. We do. We should upload these to YouTube, and then we'll do like a video when we're about. Well, when we're on our deathbed, we'll do a video special. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking, and we'll reveal ourselves transitioning into vlogging. If. I can get the appropriate amount of work done beforehand. Oh. If I can get this face camera ready, darling. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, you're being carded, so you must be getting close. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm being touched and poked and prodded by <laughs> anyone. Anyone who's willing to offer me anything. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh it's been a pleasure, everybody, and we signing off. Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Keep listening. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. And Mary, we love you. Bye. Bye. All right. How do I? Do I hit the record button again? How do I stop it? Do I hit stop? <laughs> <laughs>